1: Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com. And for 15%
0: off of some of our favorite sex toys, use code shamelesssex at purepleasureshop.com.
2: You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com.
0: Well, hello, everyone. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Shameless Sex Podcast.
1: Guess what? It's almost Valentine's Day. We're gonna be in Costa Rica. We will. Will you be my Valentine? Yeah. You... I actually like writing people little Valentine's Day cards that are sweet. Like remember in in grade school, and middle school, and maybe even high school, the little like the little boxes with the things. No, no, just no, just some of the cards uh, that were were cute with and, the candy, and you'd write. A... I never really got candy, but did you use square write... cans? <laughs> we like... did square cans in high school, but no, it was when people used to give you sweet little valentines. And they would say different things. I don't think I ever got one. And you'd write all your friends ones and mm-hmm. then you'd like leave them.
0: We just did the box where you had the box in there and everyone went around, and put things in there. But it, but it was almost this like this competition because some people got more than others or they got personalized messages. It was almost like a popularity
1: contest. Yeah. Well, it usually is. And had candy. What it's, was What's with the squirt cans? I don't know. That was like Midwest a Midwest thing. Maybe everyone loved the pap. But is it for Valentine's Day? We did. We just did it during Valentine's Day. It was like the whole week. So if you like someone, you give them a squirt. Can? Well, different colors. So I think the green was friends, yellow was <laughs> something, and then pink or red was I like you. And it could be anonymous or it could. Be, so sometimes you'd be in class and they would deliver, and some people would have a bunch of cans, which is. But still, a popularity contest. Absolutely. Did you ever get? I a- just sent myself like twenty-five. I'm just <laughs>
0: She rigged so it. Sent myself a case of squirt. She rigged it so she looked real, yeah. real popular. i like, oh my
1: God, she who got, could possibly have done that? She got
0: like eight of the I like you's. I she's never real did <laughs> Yeah, uh,
1: and, and, you know, the, on the news front, really, is that I'm officially single. And-
0: <gasps>
1: oh my God, she said it on
0: the podcast. I did. Oh, wow. This is big. I, I mean, people have been listening. They're like, so she lives on her own now. She spent New Year's with Amy and her partner. What's going on? And so it's been
1: an amicable, interesting, unconscious coupling of sorts, and unconscious. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Um, Well, I mean, consciously uncoupling. That's what I meant. Okay, (laughs) I was
2: like,
0: (laughs) I said, unconsciously coupling. Well, the term is conscious coupling, but you guys did no.
1: We did a conscious uncoupling. (laughs) But unconsciously, sometimes I was horizontal. <laughs> no, um, terms
0: as wait, conscious uncoupling. Yeah, that's what it is. But yeah. you said unconsciously. Oh, so, anyways, didn't so I, like I that. say
1: unconscious you coupling? Yes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I was actually we done. accidentally got together. Yeah. Oops. Then we accidentally. No, we fully. Uh, yeah. Broke it. This is how many years later? Three over three. Three and a half. Yeah, we huh. were together about three and a half years. It's actually my shortest long-term relationship to date. Wow. I always re- roll in sixes. Really. I am. Six well,
0: three times two is six. So there you go.
1: Um say something. How do you feel? Well, it's been a it's been a process. I think that COVID was the real it was a make or break situation. And at first we were really dropping in and and everything was awesome. And then it just kind of got hard. I was home all the time. I didn't really have the outlets that I was used to. Also maybe some of the distractions that I was used to, which was traveling for work all the time. And, uh, it was just apparent that we needed some shifts. And I think that we were both, we both love each other and there wasn't uh, some sort of can opening situation where he cheated or I cheated or, um, there was violence or anger. There was a lot of, um, toxicity, but I really feel like it was, uh, done in a way that we are, we were still trying to love each other. And, um, we were talking to each other pretty regularly. And now I just decided last night that I think, because we're going to Costa Rica and I just for a retreat and I just, really you and I, wanna, he won't be
0: there. No, yeah. he won't
1: be there. I, and I, I just really want to focus on myself and that's yeah. what I'm doing. And I think that I need some time to really, because I've only really been single and
0: you had one wild year right there. After I had your a divorce. wild year yeah. and I,
1: but I really haven't, but I haven't, I've always been distracted with, uh, dudes mm-hmm. and tra- or traveling and then, hooking up with people while I was traveling. And then I've only lived on my own. I've like only lived by myself for five months of my entire life. Oh, wow. So this is, I moved out in the beginning of December. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's mid it's almost February now, so it's interesting. It's a shift, and uh, I, this is probably the healthiest breakup I've ever had. Usually, I leave the city, or I... You can't. Or they leave the city. <laughs> yeah. You can't, yeah,
0: so... I guess you can move away, but you can't really do the, your normal things. Like, I'm going to go to Australia, and things like that, too. Yeah, And so, it's, it's probably... It's harder right now. I
1: think anyone going through breakups right now, this is a
0: hard fucking
1: time for some breakups. It is, breakups. and I went through a lot of self... I mean, I did some self-loathing and, and then I did some self-love and where I was like, okay. Yeah. Where I just really needed to figure out, was there something wrong with me? Was there something wrong with it? And then also a cracking open. No, absolutely not. But going through all the motions of, oh my God, I'm 38 and I'm single. Like, is this what I want? But at the same time, I'm like, I'm 38 and I want to, I want to have a partnership that is, more symbiotic than what ours was. And, uh, it was, it was a wonderful, it was a wonderful time and it had its, it had its beautiful moments and it also had its pain and its hardship. And I will always love him. I think he's an incredible human and I, yeah, I hope that we both can always be in each other's lives, supporting each other and in a healthy way. One thing I want to speak to really quickly, I know this episode
0: is not about this. It's about sexual self-mastery for men with a really incredible speaker. So we want to get to that. But I want to just, what you're commenting on, where you know, there's a lot of really good stuff and there's also a lot of really hard stuff. Um, I want to speak to just alignment in general and that when there isn't this... God, I don't want to even use the word true alignment, but really deep alignment, where your core values and the way you communicate and view, view yourself in the world, and view the world and yourself in and the world, and how you process that. If those aren't aligned, I feel like relationships are hard. Mm -hmm. Whereas, and so a lot of people, I think most people (laughs) get in relationships where a lot of times those aren't, those things are not aligned. And later on it comes out like, wow, we view the world differently. We process in the world. And it doesn't mean anyone's wrong or bad. No one is broken. There's nothing, you know, it's not you. It's not your partner. It's, it's alignment. Y'all just, I mean, and we can get into the nitty gritty of things, but you know, when you look at it, like we, you know, we gave it our three and a half years we're not fully aligned in these things. And we tried, you know, and there was communication breakdowns. We tried the therapy, whatever. And so I think we just want to say this to the people listening, the value of alignment, if you're single and you want to get into a relationship, really figure out maybe what your core values are, um, you know, how you view the world, how you want to process and communicate with the world and finding people
1: that do that similarly will make your world, the world's a lot easier. And it doesn't mean anyone's bad or no, wrong. No, I think also mastering, which this it, it's perfect for this episode, which is about sexual self mastery. However, it's also about mastering the self love. If yeah. you can't love yourself. And that's something that I realized within the confines of that relationship my with my ex husband, he was so loving and always building me up and building me up. But I realized that I didn't really value and love myself as much as, so I was asking for all of this love. And then it came down to me realizing that, wow, I really don't love myself. I need to do, I need to work on that because I have a lot of gifts and I'm amazing and it's a difficult thing and people can, they can Maybe assume if you really love yourself that you are an egomaniac or you 're a narcissist, but there is a way to absolutely love yourself and adore yourself and treat yourself well and not be any of those things, yeah so it,
0: and easier said than done to find self love it 's a journey it's and for me i 'll speak for myself lifetime journey i 'm going to be on it forever, yeah as someone I, who yeah. comes off and is I do have a lot of self love I have a lot of self worth it 's not perfect, I have plenty of moments where i don 't so um, you and I are both on that journey, and I love you, Chip. And I get to go to Costa with my partner, and my non-sexual life partner also knows <laughs> you. So lucky me! Yay! Um, and yes, our good thank you friend. for outing that.
1: Yeah. We, we, well, it's it's something that I didn't really want to put out there quite time. yet. Yeah, yeah, I was processing it, and it's something that is very personal and sacred, and. Who knows what's going to happen though, right? I I could Anything's realign possible. with this person again. I may, you, you just never maybe know. Be, maybe you'll be single for 20 years. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you don't like that. One of my friend's husbands told me, like, no, you should be single. That's good for you. It's good for the podcast. I was like, what? No. So know. this
0: is the single, you know, our podcast started with us both being single. So it lasted for like 10 minutes. Now it's all about being single. People like those stories though, anyways. Okay. So
1: anyway, I'm off my tangent. Now yeah. everybody knows. It'll be interesting. Am I going to try a dating app? I don't know.
0: For a while, I'm just going to
1: be chill. It's COVID.
0: Ooh. Just gonna hang
1: out with my dog. Exciting.
0: We might have a cool episode coming out about dating apps, actually. But I don't know. I won't go too deep into that. Okay, we're gonna get to the podcast soon, everyone. We have a sex question as well. But I have a couple announcements. Numero uno on February 3rd, I believe that's a Wednesday of 2021. I, Amy Baldwin, am teaching a orgasm one oh one own your pleasure online workshop at Thrive Embodied Arts. I believe it's an hour and a half. It's at five PM Pacific Standard Time, eight PM Eastern Time. It's via Zoom so you can you'll see me. It's live. Uh, So I won't just be a voice. I'll have faces, faces, a face, and you can learn to sign up and learn more. Go to thriveembodiedarts.com. Click on the workshop section. You can sign up for that workshop. Um, also before we do sex question, we we are going to do a specific Valentine's day episode. And just when we say that, I know Valentine's day can be pretty loaded for people. So we'll have some stuff in there that aren't related to sex toys and things that is not just related to being in love and partnerships. It'll also just be things that you can do on your own for self love, um, that doesn't involve spending any money. Um, And also there'll be things that are great for partners to spice things up. So that will be coming out soon. Uh, but I know people are already doing some Valentine's Day shopping. Also, shipping is taking longer because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, Pure Pleasure Shop, the sex shop I own with my mommy. Hi, mommy. We love you, uh, is doing a 20% off special right now through February 5th. And then after that, if you're listening, just so you know, we always have 15% off with coupon code sex for our, all listeners. But just so you know, um, and just a couple really quick things to plug there um, that I love. And April and I actually love all the same things. <laughs> Because we both have an under the bed restraint system, don't we? <laughs> well, I left that.
1: mine at my old house. Oh shit,
0: we need to get you a new one. I know. Um, so the strict bed restraints, if you want to try some bondage, we're really into that. It actually lives under your mattress and it hides and you can pull out these cuffs. The magic wand. The magic wand is also awesome. That is, I mean, that is a tried and true favorite. No matter what kind of bits you have, people use it for massage all over their body. Um, by the way, I came home the other day. My partner had already bound themselves to the strict bed restraints. By themselves. Just the handcuffs. I was like, Hi. Hi. (laughs) He was fully clothed, he was just messing around, but
1: That's awesome. I'm like, how did he do that? And the last
0: one, the clone willy kit. There's a Clone-A-Willy vibrating kit where you can and make a they have a, Clone-A-Pussy too. It's Clone-A-Pussy. And you can make an exact replica of your pussy or your cock and give it to a lover or partner. Have it for yourself and be like, I'm awesome. Maybe you want to fuck yourself. Have it on
1: display. <laughs> be
0: <laughs> so beautiful. if you go to purepleasureshop.com, again, right now, you get 20% off automatically. Or after that, this is after February 5th, use coupon code SHAMELESSSEX. You always get 15% off. Are you ready for a sex question that I really love? Yeah. All right. <clears throat> I love all of them, but... I orgasm easily from masturbation and have for a long time. When I do, I have a definitive moment of orgasm and then a release. With my partner, my sensations are often more intense for a longer period of time, but I don't always get that clear release I get from a self-imposed orgasm. Any advice on how I can get more of that release from my partnered orgasms? I'm a vulva haver partner, love that, partnered with another vulva haver, I just love that they said vulva haver, a vulva owner with another vulva owner, and a toy enthusiast. So anything is on the table. My solo time is usually spent with the vibrator used externally or touching my clit, whereas partnered time tends to involve more penetration and internal stimulation in the mix too. I love this question for a lot of reasons. Um, so wait, what's the question? The question is essentially it's it's when they're alone, they can get themselves to this point of orgasm, this release. Uh, but with partnership, they in partner play, they get like to the, you know, the eight or the nine, but they don't go to the 10, mm. but they can do it on their own. So, I mean, first thought you're, you, it's usually with a vibrator or using your fingers on your clit. In solo play, why aren't you bringing that into some partner play too? I mean, you can. You can use your fingers. Your partner can use their fingers on your clit. You can show them how you touch your clit with your fingers with their hand, um, or you can whip out what you don't know. Maybe use a magic wand on mm-hmm. your during partner play. They don't have to be separate things. Why well, I don't? I mean, it, uh, that's why I'm seeing it's more penetration and internal stuff, and there's not a lot of external stuff. Which, if you're a vulva owner, external stuff is generally quite important for a lot of vulva owners, not most.
1: Yeah. I, I, this is something that I have had, uh, the same experience with. I, it would, it's difficult for me to, to orgasm with partner play because my brain has always associated when I, when I masturbate by myself, uh, that release with a vibrator. So I've been, I would bring that into all of my experiences, even if their the partner's hands were inside of me and then i use the magic wand or whatever toy it is on my external bits and it, it usually works to orgasm I mean, you're just like sit, and it's still a, a fun experience because you're still making out you can be touching each other and... i think it's hot to either witness yeah. my
0: partner using a sex toy or for me to use a sex toy, or for them to use it on me i mean my my partnership that i'm in now there's no shame in the sex toy game and which i love because i have been in partnerships so they're a little bit more like why doesn't my bits do it for you which doesn't work for for me. Um, it's not that I need it all the time, but it's just a bonus for us. Like I'm having all kinds of other pleasure and we add that and it just definitely brings me to so, you a know, genital based that external release. The other tips I was going to have though is, um, sometimes if you're hanging out at an eight and a nine and you want to go into orgasm land, whether alone or partners with partners, um, incorporating more breath, so longer, slow breathing in through the nose, out through the mouth, incorporating more sounding, so more ah, sounds. Like if you've never yelled during orgasm, I highly suggest trying that. Or if, if right before, if you're hanging out in the eight to nine, just start doing long, long breaths and with some throaty exhales and some sounding. And that in itself can enhance orgasm. You can also add uh, Kegel exercises right before orgasm, which can kind of like add more blood flow and stimulation to the pelvic floor. Um, so there's things you can add that don't involve the external bits, but bring in your external bits. Yeah. I think, I think that's all I have to say about a one. I like that one. Good luck to you, vulva owner with your vulva Also, you owner can try
1: some anal stim too. That always enhances some uh, vaginal penetration. If you just have a finger or a plug or anything, uh, in the, uh, the anus the has a lot of nerve endings. Yeah. But also I, I feel like now with all the anal play that I have done in the last couple of years, I, like, I have really intense, amazing orgasms when I have any pressure or anything in my butt and then vaginal stimulation or even external stimulation. It's pretty hot. Yeah. So. I,
0: yeah. I, I you could totally try that too. Just, it's, again, more added bonuses.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: okay. So before we do the bio and dive into this podcast, this is a fucking epic, epic podcast, by the way. This man is a phenomenal public speaker. His workshop series that he has or his training that's coming up is life is incredible. Changing. And so if you're going to choose to work with someone, um, and this is for, you know, penis identified, uh, penis owners and identified folks who you know, identify as men, um, this is the person you want to work with. Um, but before we do, we also want to talk about Dipsy, which we absolutely love. We've loved it forever since we've known about it. So Dipsy is an online app, meaning it's on your, your phone, an app on your phone that you can access and you can listen to these erotic short stories anytime, anywhere to get turned on for yourself to get turned on with a lover for a partner. You can listen together, but you can literally be walking down the street and listen and get turned on. Uh, I love it for myself. It gets me in my body and in, you know, in the mood for whatever. And um, my clients love it. It's been a game changer, especially people are feeling disconnected from their desire. April, I know you're a huge fan.
1: Well, I have to, as I've told you so many times, I have to listen to either a soundscape when I go to bed. Sometimes I'm or... like,
0: you're listening. I'm it down. Too. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but I, I have to, I love it. It just yeah. puts, it tr- helps me drift off. And I also love a Good sleep story, and now Dipsy offers both of those things along with guided meditations. So not only are you getting one app that gives you erotic stories, but you're also getting the wellness side, which is kind of like a one-stop shop. You're getting all of the things that you need, and there's new content every single week, so yeah. you'll never get bored. So, and for you, you Shameless Sex listener, Dipsy's offering a 30-day free trial. Just go to dipsystories.com/shameless. That's 30 days total free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash shameless. Again, Dipsy slash shameless. We promise you're going to love it. All right. It's time for a bio. Tell me all about Dustin Garrick. So Dustin Garrick is a certified sexologist through the American College of Sexologists International. He is the founder and CEO of the Evolved Masculine, a pioneering coaching and training company for men and author of the best-selling book, The Evolved Masculine, Be the Man the World Needs and the One She Craves. He also is the creator of the groundbreaking and absolutely life-changing 12-week sexual self-mastery training program for men. To learn more, visit evolvedmasculine.com shameless. But first... How many times have you gotten your partner
0: flowers and dinner for Valentine's Day? Come on, y'all. It's getting old. Why not spice things up this year with Like a Kitten's Couples Box? It's the ultimate one-stop shop to make your Valentine's Day the sexiest one yet. The box has the essentials to heighten all of your senses and enhance your sex, like delectable chocolate CBD body paint and the 10-speed powerful heart vibe and an amazing dual arousal cock ring to bring your couple's play
1: to the next level. Plus, there's so much more. Mm, if your sex has fallen in the same old routine, it's time to grab Like a Kitten's Couples Box and we promise you'll be set up for one spectacular night. And right now, Like a Kitten is offering our listeners 20% off and free shipping. When you go to likeakitten.com shameless or enter code SHAMELESS at checkout. Just go to likeakitten.com slash shameless or use promo code SHAMELESS to get 20% off likeakitten.com slash shameless. And now it's interview time.
0: All right, everyone. It is interview time. I, I just want to paint the picture for you right now of what is happening in this time, in this moment. April and I are here in Santa Cruz, California. We're here with the wonderful guest, Destin Garrick, who is here to share about sexual self mastery for men penis owners. Um, You all love tips and tricks on how to be better lovers, and this is all about that. You're probably going to eat this podcast up. And the elements are nuts right now. It's sunny and clear and beautiful outside, and yet there is a crazy windstorm going on. Our Wi Fi is down. We're running on a personal hotspot. We are making it happen. We've though. had
1: two earthquakes in the last two days. We had
0: two? Yeah, there was like a minor one and then there was a bigger one. I felt I, it. I was asking about someone about earthquake weather. Is this earth, earthquake weather? Like that's not a real thing. No, it's not. Okay. Anyways, so, all right. So um, hopefully an earthquake doesn't happen during this podcast and our Wi-Fi sounds clear so far. Thank you, Personal Hotspot. Thank you, Technology. Uh, and let's dive in and learn all about sexual self-mastery for penis-owning individuals. So, Destin Garrick, can you please tell us how you got to where you are today in the field of sexuality?
2: Uh, first of all, thank you. It's always, it's an honor to be on your show and to connect with both of you. Uh, my name is Destin Garrick. I have been doing some form of uh, work as well as my own education and training around sexuality for Going on 24 years now, I'm 42 and it's uh, really got going as a freshman in college. We'll get to that in a moment because before that, um, my high school sweetheart was raped on her 15th birthday just before we met. I was 16 years old and hardly equipped to handle such a thing. And we ended up being together for the next three years. And the impact of that rape was ever present, both uh, emotionally and physically. I mean, I have memories of sitting on the bathroom tile at 2am while she gripped my hand in pain as she was screaming from constant bladder infections. Mm -hmm. Um, At some point in a state of exasperation, I made a declaration to God, the universe, most importantly, myself, that I was going to do everything I could in my life to create a world where things like this didn't happen anymore. And so it began. Uh, But at the same time, I took in this message unconsciously that men, uh, masculinity, men's sexuality, most of all, are dangerous and not to be trusted. So being this boy on this cusp of manhood, you know, what kind of impact did that have on me? I ended up disconnecting uh, quite a bit and more and more from my masculinity and aspects of my sexuality and retreating more into my more feminine aspects of myself for the next 10 years, really. Uh, while there are definitely certain gifts in that, I have a uh, an ease in connection to my more feminine aspects of myself, a total comfort with uh, lack of shame. I'm shameless around my f- uh, feminine aspects around uh, of myself. through that time period, I had incredible shame around my masculinity and incredible like judgment and disconnect from other men. So in late twenties, I finally recognized that something is off. In my life. Long story short. I ended up uh, dedicating 2007. Now 14 years ago. To be the year that I actively explored my masculinity. And what it means to me to be a man in this world. I had no idea just how powerful and transformative. That decision was going to turn out to be. But it was massive. People who knew me before, during, and after. Speak of it as if I became a different person. Hmm. So... In the after, initially, I thought that this is just something that I had to do because of my own fucked up history. But I came to realize as I started to talk to more men, connect with uh, more of the men, heal my relationships with other men, that a lot of men struggle today with their relationship to their masculinity. What what does it even mean and how to form a healthy relationship to it? And and what is it what does it mean to be a man, especially a good man in this day and age? And so I feel in many ways I was just on a certain kind of leading edge there, and uh, I I've built this whole career really around supporting other men around their masculinity, their sense of confidence, their sense of mission and purpose in the world, their relationship to their sexuality, as well as how they understand and relate to women and the feminine.
1: Wow. Well. I'm really happy to have you on the show talking about sexual self-mastery for men because we do a lot surrounding the vulva owners out there. But every time we do sexual self-mastery podcasts with people that are experts such as yourself, people really respond well because there's not a ton of information Mm -hmm. out there. So this is a a really great time to expose what you're offering and also talk about like what is sexual self-mastery for men. I mean, some people might be like, hmm, a light bulb may go out. But before we get into that, because I think that you have a lot of offerings that go into that, I want to talk about the ways that men have been conditioned to think about sex and how they can actually approach it in a different way, not only to be better lovers, but to have a more profound sexual experience for themselves.
2: Great question. And I love the way you express it. So first and foremost, we are trained to think of male sexuality is simple. It's easy. Women are the complicated ones. (laughs) And all men can come, therefore they're fine. I mean, sure, on one level, but it's an extremely narrow and limited notion of male sexuality. And what I've discovered over my career and life is that our sexuality as men is actually way more expensive than that. We have way more capacity in what we can do with our sexuality, uh, what we can feel in our own bodies, as well as what we can feel in her body for, for that matter, uh, than we're generally taught. Again, the notion is often just give men something warm and wet and they're fine. And again, yes, you may be able to come, but what is the quality of that orgasm and what is the quality of the experience itself?
0: I like that. And I think that a lot of people speak for some Volvo owning individuals that I know and myself who have had a lot of experiences as being regarded as just kind of like a hole for satisfaction. Um, And and there's more, more to it too. I know that there's ways that penis owners also feel like they're maybe objectified or Um, not whole or being used, et cetera. But um, yeah, that conditioning that sex happens this one way and that's linear and men are this way and women are this way. And I know that this podcast episode is very much sounding very heteronormative and that's actually what we are speaking to is more so for, you know, men, people who identify as men who are penis owners, who um, are admirers of vulva owning folks who identify as women. Um, So what, in your opinion, are women wanting or craving more of
2: from men? Well, as two women yourselves, feel free to agree or disagree to anything I say. Uh, (laughs) uh, But I've done a lot of very deep listening and uh, experimenting. Uh, First and foremost, women are wanting to feel like the man is more there with them, more present, being out of his head and out of the agenda. Yes, please. and just like in the moment with her it's it's really in that place of being present in his body uh that connection intimacy and passion really can take place from it cannot take place from your mind games you're you're thinking about the pa- the past uh self criticism or critiquing of her or fantasy or imagination or what might happen none of those places are the places that intimacy or passion come from Drop into now. So how do you do that? One great tool are your five senses. Sight, hearing, smell, taste, touch. When you are in, and sex is a great place to explore those senses. When you are in those senses, you are in your body. You're out of your mind.
0: Well, would you say so, so first folks especially if if people feel i think a lot of people feel disconnected from their bodies whether yep. they just don 't have a lot of practice being in their bodies or they have sexual yep. trauma um, yep. so I would imagine part of the first of all, if that is is the case is to do some of that trauma work uh, if there is trauma in the past, whether it 's sexual trauma et cetera. Um, but you know, what, what would you say to folks who feel, cause I mean, you could say be present and use your senses, but if their, their trauma response is pulling them out of their bodies in a way that they can't even take that step, what was your advice? Like seek support to do that work first?
2: Uh, first let's just say doing trauma work or addressing, being willing to confront your traumas mm-hmm. is always valuable period. So, uh, only you can determine the when, and I, I, I can't be the one to do so, regardless of when or how you end up confronting your traumas. And again, these things might be things that are, are majorly obvious, like an overt rape, or it can be something that's that's much more subtle, even something that you wouldn't t- tend to think of with the word trauma associated uh, with it. But it doesn't mean that your body isn't having some form of traumatic response. Mm-hmm. So a, a willingness, being, being shameless around that, meaning, meaning shame-free, re- recognizing that any trauma that you may hold in your system is not your fault. It's nothing to, to feel ashamed about. And it is something that can be moved through. And there are more and more professionals out there who do know how to work with trauma, who do know how to help that reopen again. And know that whatever you are currently experiencing sexually and in the rest of your life will only get better as you move through that trauma.
1: I like that response. Uh, I think that it's easier said than done, right? Holy. For a lot of folks. <laughs> and at the same time, it, it's like these simple keys, like the keystone to a lot of the fantastic openings of life are these simple things. And the presence is what I'm I'm hearing from you about, especially what when Amy asked what women are wanting or craving in your opinion. And it was really, you you tapped into the five senses being the presence piece, right? What are you experiencing? The touch, the taste, the smells, all of those things. And we talk a lot about that. I think it's wonderful advice and it seems so simple. And it's also, there's all of these different spots of your brain that sometimes don't allow you to do that. So I think, uh, that is simplistic and still so complex. So, uh, it's a journey. It's a journey. Yeah. yeah. And I guess, yeah. The next which which brings me to the next question, which is about folks, the penis owners out there that want to experience full body orgasms. How can they do this?
2: Well, you need to start with presents. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, yeah. really? Yeah. So,
2: so um, one of the challenges that, uh, and a lot of these things that I, I'm speaking to about men do not apply solely to men. So if you're listening to this and you're not a man and you're like, oh, well, uh, me too. Yeah, you're probably right. So uh, my work is specifically focused on men. So that that is primarily who I'm speaking to here. Um, when it A lot of men are very much stuck in their heads. This is from a combination of reasons. A, the ways in which we can be rewarded for our intellect, to be the ways in which we're taught that our bodies are not safe. It's not safe to feel. Your emotions are not to be trusted. Um, Just armor up and plow through. And so this ends up translating into sex as well, which then gets further compounded by uh how much time so many of us spend in front of a screen, just in general in life. And then of course with porn, uh with porn ends up acting as the foundation of your solo sexuality, where again, all of your attention and your awareness is on the screen in front of you, not in your body. On these there are subtle experiences that are happening within your body that you can learn to tune into. And I guess more on this in a little bit, but it is through starting to wake up your entire body to, uh, you have to retrain your body so that your system knows that sex is not just about your cock that sex is in, in, about your entire neurology. Every nerve ending in, in your body is capable of experiencing pleasure and sensation and start to wire together simply by allowing yourself to explore more of your body. If your sex and masturbation are specifically focused on your dick, then start to intentionally explore beyond that. One of the other benefits Getting back to what women want as well. One of the other benefits to that is most women are more inherently wanting their entire body given attention to.
1: Yep.
2: And, that, <laughs> and that by and men by learning to start to give more attention to your own body, start to feel more in your own body, start to notice more sensation and pleasure in your own body, it's going to be more natural for you to give that full body attention to her as well.
0: Mm-hmm. We had a podcast guest once. He was talking about breath orgasm, and he had said that um, you know, there's the we were so sort of goal oriented, set on the destination, and that that in turn we you know orgasm often, and we often miss all the little things in, in between, and that the little things, those little sensations, and. Feelings, uh, tingles, and warming, and whatever that is—pleasure—those um, are actually the stepping stones to the bigger experience. So instead of focusing on the bigger experience, we actually stay present to focus on the to little, or to focus at least notice the the little things, both within ourselves and within our partners as well. Um, and that, and in turn, can lead us to the bigger thing. But it's better to the better is maybe not a good way to put it, but helpful, I guess, to um, stay open to each little tiny sensation. Um, as opposed to just going to the goals. So is this the same when we talk about multiple orgasms and non-ejaculatory mm-hmm. orgasms? I mean, what are, so what, I guess some people are like what, you know, what are the benefits of non-ejaculatory orgasms? And then um, is the same kind of tools and tips applied to multiple orgasms?
2: Yes. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I, I lead a twelve week training around all of this, so i'm I'm doing my best to uh sum things up in the sentences yeah that's really you're great learned. at it though yeah it's very
0: efficient <laughs> we like efficiency
2: great that's that's really learned over time uh that said uh why non ejaculatory orgasms you you might be thinking I like ejaculation, you know it's one of the best parts of my life <laughs> i I like to say something that that um over the years, I've noticed with many of my colleagues who teach things around ejaculatory control that too many of them, in my opinion, come across as anti-ejaculation. I am not anti-ejaculation. I am pro-choice. Mm, I love that. And the fact of the matter is, though, most men are, do not feel like they're at choice. Ejaculation is inevitable. If you get aroused, you want to ejaculate. How you might be be concerned that if you don't, you're just going to experience blue balls. Uh, There are tools that can make the notion of blue balls something of the past. Uh, Through my lens, it's primarily a a stagnation of a buildup of sexual energy in your groin. And so as you learn to be able to take this energy that's generated in your groin, the pleasure and sensation, and move it more freely through the rest of your body, uh, that's heaviness or pain, discomfort or pain of blue balls ceases to exist as well. So why would you want to learn non-ejaculatory or energetic orgasms? Um, For most men, when they ejaculate, they lose their erection and they feel drained of energy. Again, we have the the meme in our society of like, man comes, rolls over and falls asleep.
0: And they eat a pastrami sandwich. (laughs) Seinfeld. (laughs)
2: And, And again, you know, I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with it. It's just, if that's all you know, it's limited. There, There's more that we can experience. So with a non-ejaculatory orgasm, it's more the opposite. Instead of exploding all of your energy out of your body, think of it more as imploding that energy up through your body. So instead of feeling drained, you can end up feeling invigorated, alive, and quite often harder than ever.
1: Ooh. Harder than ever. That's yeah, wow. That sounds nice. Uh, so, qu- like a question that came up for me while you were talking about this with not that there's any hierarchy of orgasm. Is it important? And speaking from, I'm talking mainly about when there's penis owners hooking up with vulva owners, right? So, let's speak on a kind of a hetero, not even normative, but just a hetero basis here. Like, is it about having the vulva owner orgasm first and then kind of focusing on dropping into your your pleasure or is it about not about anyone orgasming first or second or third or uh, what what does that what does that look like
2: all right so first of all I I'm a big fan of what I refer to as expanding your palette of pleasurable possibilities like the alliteration yeah Um, yeah, I love it (laughs) so by that I just mean do it be able to do it all you know like Mm. I'm not I'm very anti-dogma And uh, so I don't believe that there's a single best way, uh, but expanding your choices of what you can experience, that I'm always all for. Mm. So yeah, more often than not, I'm a fan of making sure that she has one or several orgasms, uh, quote first. But you know what? It's also possible to have incredibly satisfying sex where neither one of you orgasm
0: yes mm, it is yeah and that takes the pressure off too right and a lot of, i like i'm kind of a, a little bit of a heady person i like to use a number system for pleasure and so you know if a one is a one to ten or one to a hundred well oh, i use a one to ten and <laughs> if a one is numb and not really feeling anything and a ten is like every this explosive amount of pleasure possible orgasm etc um sometimes I actually enjoy more hanging out at at an eight nine for a long period of time than than going to a ten for a short period of time, Mm -hmm. and so and one thing that my partner has been doing. Is giving me, uh, April. I'm talking about this because April's like that would drive me crazy, but because um, it's, it's just involved, invo- I don't know, I don't know, I won't speak for why it would drive you crazy, but he gives me a vulva massage, um, mm-hmm. specifically more so on the outer labia. Um, so and, and it's as if he's almost like kneading my shoulders and mm-hmm. he's doing all these things, kneading, pinching, all these things, and I. I could have that for hours upon hours, and I feel so much pleasure. And the pleasure mm-hmm. is sexual, it is sensual, it's also therapeutic, it grounds my body, and I almost enjoy that. More than having, and I've you know, of course, or the penetration or well, and, and you know, I've I've had orgasms that are like five minutes or fifteen minutes, and I don't know if it's one big orgasm or a whole bunch of little ones, and those are incredible. Mm-hmm. They're not what happens regularly, and when I have the 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 quick orgasms, I almost enjoy more so the. Um, The present, slow, gentle care that doesn't have a goal when I can tell that, um, that my partner isn't set on getting me somewhere, but is more so just, I want to show up and pleasure you. And that's just, that's all that really matters that I want to honor you and you feel good and we don't have to get anywhere. And then that's when a lot of magic happens. And through that, then when we have, you know, more penetrative sex, et cetera, my orgasms are better after that, even like that, be, yeah. be, and it's not just for two minutes. Like sometimes it is, but for a lot of times, sometimes I'll be doing it for like a half an hour. Sometimes that's all it is. And they're like, okay, let's go to sleep now. And sometimes we do that. And then we move on to other things. So, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure you probably, uh, experienced some of this yourself, that this is a really, um, and just so people who are listening, you could switch roles, right? I'm sure penis owners would love, or even if they haven't experienced this, To have this as well, where someone is just like, I just want to give you pleasure. It's not about orgasm. And we, there's no set amount of time. You can just relax and receive all these wonderful sensations. Okay, time for a quick break. This podcast was made possible by UberLube. It's a luxurious silicone lubricant that enhances sex and intimacy. We receive emails from listeners who have tried UberLube and the feedback is unanimous. We never knew lube could be this good. It's also less likely to throw off the pH than most other lubes, and there are thousands of doctors recommending UberLube to
1: their patients, whether they want to make their hot sex even hotter or for folks experiencing dryness. Uberlube is without a doubt my favorite lube it has no flavor no scent and feels absolutely amazing on my body and it isn't just for sex i use it to tame my hair frizzies to prevent chafing and i even put some in my mouth before an oral sex session totally ups my blowjob game oh and the bottle it's beautiful it looks like a cosmetic product so i just leave it out on my nightstand totally shamelessly To learn why we think it's the best lube on the planet, check out uberlube.com and use code SHAMELESSSEX for 10% off plus free shipping. Again, that's uberlube.com and use code SHAMELESSSEX for 10% off and free shipping. This podcast was also made possible by omgs.com.
0: OMGS is a research-based online program that teaches you all about how to pleasure the pussy. OMGS studied thousands of vulva owners to find out how they orgasm and then made beautiful animated modules and super honest short videos to give you ways to reach even more pleasure. I've been recommending OMGS to my clients for years, and it's
1: been changing their lives. We all know pleasure is fluid and ever-changing, so why not add more tools to your pleasure tool belt? OMGS is for everyone, so whether you are a vulva owner or you just love vulvas, OMGS will give you the techniques to get your o face on. There are two seasons to choose from, and hundreds of gorgeous videos to explore. So go see what science says about pleasure, and visit omgs.com/shameless. That's omgs.com slash shameless to get $5 off your OMGS access. Again, omgs.com slash shameless. Go check it out. Now back to the
2: show. Well, I think for a lot of men that that's, there's learning to have there, you know, that that we are so trained to be a goal oriented and very linear uh, in including, but not solely around sex. So it's like, okay, aroused, harder, 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 <laughs> come done. <laughs> and so what you're speaking of really is the letting go of it. You know, this is a quote unquote tantric uh, pr- perspective uh, on sex as well. It's a releasing of all goal, getting into this present moment, flowing with whatever this moment wants to, wa- wherever it wants to go and enjoying how much enjoyment can you experience in this moment in this moment in this moment rather than this is or in order to get there hmm. so i think that what you just described is a good practice for uh for men or penis havers to to be in uh also to be in that role of of receptivity and surrender where there's nothing he has to do you know this is a big thing for a lot of men as well like i need to i need to do i need to perform i need to make it happen i need to make take care of her or what have you instead just be feel allow this to be done to you while you feel that's
1: it. Yeah. The, the, I think the important pieces too are the the presence that you've talked about several different times, the uh, choose your own adventure where it's every time is different. It's never mm-hmm. linear. This is this one tricked pony act that you did maybe for 20 years can shift and to, to have an open mind. And it's a practice, right? This is all like, it's, it's, I compare sex and our brains are so complex. It's, it's like yoga, right? It's a practice and you have to open yourself up to shifting the old paradigms that are maybe your brain is linking to how orgasms used to happen for you or that you want them to happen and letting go of all of those, those strings that attach to your marionette and your brain, right? So in my opinion, and I'm not going to project that on you because I'm sure everyone has their own, their own system. System, but I think that if people are listening to this and they want to become this penis-owning self-mastery of sexuality, then th- th- these are great tips and tools. And uh, I have a question, I promise, okay, because that was just a, a comment. But I think that uh, lasting longer comes up for a lot of folks out there, especially if diverse. they're – yeah. So, so are there any tips that you can uh, provide those folks and how they can learn to last as long as they want to?
2: Yeah that's uh, in many ways that's the foundation of my sexual self-mastery training. I would say that a the percentage of men or certainly a number of men who struggle around uh ejaculatory control is way higher than we as a culture really admit. And then on top of that even if you don't feel like you've got a quote problem around ejaculation still most men would like to feel like they've got greater control or even like full control where if you've ever had the experience of yeah everything's fine until she starts to get really hot and heavy she's about to come and then that just driving you over the edge just a moment too soon and then she's left high and dry so most men have had these experiences at least here and there if not too often and I just want you to know that there is a way out, so to speak. Um, Again, it starts with, here, let me put this one. The myth in our society is if you are having a problem coming sooner than you want, the problem is, man, you're just too sensitive. You're just too sensitive, man. Wrong. That's Mm -hmm. not the problem. In fact, it's the opposite of the problem you are not sensitive enough. Mm. There are things that are happening in your body that you are most likely unaware of. And those things that are happening are driving you to ejaculate. So by, by increasing your awareness, your sensitivity to what's going on, you can start to make little shifts and changes so that you start to have a different experience instead
0: hmm i like that i yeah and and i think a a lot of it also what you're speaking to is like uh, i'm gonna come too soon i'm too sensitive that's a heady process right you're in your you're in your mind you're and you're not in your body we've we've talked about this five million times in our podcast and yet every single person i swear most sex questions that we get from listeners or clients i work with etc this is this that's often one of the many answers you're not even, you're not, you're not in your body. You're in your head. You're thinking about what's wrong. What's, what's going to happen. What's not going to happen instead of actually being present for what is happening in this exact moment and lasting as long as you want still is a goal. It's like, I need to. last And what, and what, where did you learn how long that should be? Did you see that in porn? Was it a three hour porn where these people are sexual athletes? Like they're phenomenal people that are, are trained to do this. They do, you know, they're doing this for a living and there isn't one way to do it. Or you hear, what is it? Sting who could have sex with like 12 hours or something in his <laughs> tantric ways. He's a boss, man. And, and, but again, a lot of people, that's their idea about that is still again, very, very goal oriented. And I think a lot of it is also very hard, hard penis penetration thrusting oriented too right i think um, my guess is also part of lasting as long as you want is also listening to your body maybe taking breaks using fingers you have mouths there's sex toys there's all kinds of things that you can do it doesn't have to be about a hard cock it doesn't have to be about you always going in and out all the time in fact speaking as a vulva owner that's not how i want to have sex for many hours I, i I want I would I want all the things on the menu. I want to have slow moments. I even would love moments where we don't even move and I can just feel you inside of me mm-hmm. and just like feel that connection feel your presence and we're just breathing or or you know all the things but but also we just, we're talking about it during the whole act and where you know, were taking our time. Uh, and this is so just not how people were taught about sex, right? Like your parents didn't are please send us an email. If your parents told you all these things (laughs) that this is how it should be, (laughs) or if your sex education in the school system or the porn that you watched or the the shows or the media told you this, or if your very first sexual experience or first couple of them were this, I feel like most people would say no. And, and yet they still think there's something wrong with them yet, or that that's not normal. And the norm is that we were not given that and that now, luckily, thank goodness for technology and podcasts and sex education and programs such as what you have, we can change that. We can take back what was actually given, uh, what what was our, uh, our right, I guess, our sexual right to have, but that we just were not given to start with. So um, let's dive in a little bit more to your sexual self-mastery training. It's a 12-week series. It starts March 1st. This is 2021. Everyone, this episode is coming out, I believe, like a month before your series. I know you have a free webinar on February 9th um, of 2021, too. But what can people expect from this training? I know it's probably have all these things and 20 million things more.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's about Becoming the best lover that you can be, really. Uh, Learning to master your sexual energy as an energy and then what you can do with that energy. So you're more relaxed you're more confident both in the bedroom but also just how you walk through life you know how different would you walk through life if you felt like you've you've got what you would consider sexual self-mastery if you felt that you were an extraordinary lover if uh the feedback that you were getting from your lovers were things like wow how did you do that (laughs) what are you doing (laughs) etc that uh the training will take you from wherever you are again whether you are uh starting from a place of pain and struggle or if you're just like multiple orgasms (laughs) sign me up uh wherever you are there's still more There's still more that's possible. And if you, again, if you are on what we'll call the pain and struggle side, I've actually found that quite often these folks can make the greatest strides because there's a lot of energy tied up in pain and struggle. There's a lot of energy of like, I need to do something. I need to get out of this. And that energy can be channeled to leapfrog over where most people are into the extraordinary. So that's where a lot of this focus is. The foundation is around learning to last as long as you want, what I call ejaculatory choice. And then we also build on that with the, like how to experience full body orgasms and even uh, non-ejaculatory energetic orgasms and male multiple orgasms. It, you will deepen your connection to yourself, your body, your own sexuality, your pleasure potential, but also then how you end up showing up as a lover for the people that you are are with
1: mm-hmm. so a question about accessing the course and obviously we have some time but how do folks uh how how would they go about signing up for your for your uh not only your webinar uh, also how, how would they access the course if they want to sign up
2: okay so we have a we have quite a process you know we vet people (laughs) make sure it's a a right fit uh we're not judging right or wrong we're just making sure that we're gathering the right men who can be in true and deep commitment to this we're very serious about transformation and, and growth and we need to make sure that everybody in has the same level of authentic commitment um so evolvemasculine.com slash shameless and that that will uh uh if you're watching this before i think february 2nd or listening to this um you'll immediately uh get what we call the two easy tools this is a short video training for two easy tools that you can implement tonight to start lasting longer and start building greater awareness, uh, around how to have that ejaculatory control and choice. And then, um, I think on starting on February 2nd, we will open registration for the uh, the free webinar on uh, sexual self mastery, be her best lover ever. And uh, if you register for that, we'll also still send you the two easy tools, uh, video training, and that will kind of put you into our process. Uh, the webinar itself, whether or not you decide to go on this full journey with us, you're gonna get a lot from the webinar. And then if from there you're like, I want more, I just wanna dive into this deeper journey, great. We've, we'll, um, we'll tell you next steps from there.
0: Now is the perfect time too, everyone. So many people are hungry for something to work on themselves, to have you know purpose or connection to community.
1: And how much space do you have? I mean, is it set for
2: yeah, we, a limited amount? Uh, yeah, we have 50 men in it. Okay. From all around the world and all walks of life.
1: Mm. So if you're listening and you want to get in, 50 is... Yeah, it's not. A lot. And what do you
0: have to lose besides you check out at least checking out the webinar, you're going to get a lot of free tools. And um, again, I think what you're saying too this, this isn't just for for your partners or your lovers, like this is for you. And what I know from mm. any general owning human is when they do this work, that they have more aliveness in their yep. lives. They have more profoundness. They have more connection. They have more pleasure. Um, mm-hmm. so but, you know, if you know, don't just, I, I would recommend not just making choices. I'm just going to do this for my partner. So they're happy. Um, because for you, whether you're single, you're partnered, et cetera, this will only lead or this kind of work only leads to more incredible living and pleasure and aliveness and juiciness. So, Um, why not go on this journey, especially if you have more time during COVID? Uh,
2: Yeah, just to to piggyback for what you said, a question that comes up sometimes is, well, I I don't have a lover right now, so maybe I shouldn't do this now. Honestly, if you don't have a lover or partner right now, it's a great time to dive into this. Sexual self-mastery. Focus on shifting your relationship to your own sex, your own body, your own pleasure, and then take as take this newly transformed you back out into the world, Uh, first of all, you have much greater confidence in your interactions with uh, potential lovers and you'll have new sexual experiences when you do reconnect.
1: Yeah, I like that because a doctor has to go to school to become a doctor. So if you want to become a sexual powerhouse and and a master of, of your own penis owning abilities and, and, uh, ejaculate. I like the ejaculatory choice piece. That was really cool. I wrote that down because I thought that was awesome, but it's, it's a practice and it's also, it takes, it takes learning from, from folks that have credentials and are, are offering, uh, I don't, I'm, I'm in my own learning process when it comes to my mastery and my skills. And it isn't about, yeah, you're right. It's not about when you're already in the relationship. And if you are, it's, it's a great piece, but even if you want to bring that to a future partner, I think it's, it's, it's a great time right now. It's, it's the digital age. People aren't able to travel and you can, you can maximize your laptop and your, in your brain space and put it into something that you can use, for years to come, just uh, for every 20 minutes, you look at your screen
0: for I believe another minute, look at something else and focus. It's good for the yeah. eyes. Stop watching Walking <laughs> Dead,
1: turn it off, and go ahead and sign up for this webinar. Yeah. I love it. So, Destin, thank you for sharing. Can we share that we say the website is slash shameless, correct? Yes, com. Just how it's spelled, just how. If you don't know how to spell it, go ahead and. and we'll we have it, it in it. our
0: show notes too. If you go click on the show notes or on our website, the link there, you just click through and it'll take you right there. Go Brother. check that out. Thank, Thank you, you Dustin. Thank amazing. you so
1: much. We appreciate you. And as you know, Amy and I are huge fans of not only sexual self mastery, but of wine as well. Wine. Amy said, why not? She didn't even know she did it. Why, said, not? why not? So, Margins Wine. I found out that they only do two releases a year. It's that boutique. It's that special. So if you haven't had the chance to sign up for Margins Wine mailing list, go ahead, you get first access to all of their offers. And if you wanna buy some bottles, if you can save 10%, this is legit, I actually know this now. 10% <laughs> when you spend, when you buy three or more bottles, uh, it's use code sex 10 and then you get 10% off. And then if you wanna go big and go into six or more bottles, you can save 15% by using the code SHAMELESSX15. We have all of this on our show notes, but remember we're supporting local, well, the local to Santa Cruz, uh, women-owned, operated, made wine. She's a vintner. She's awesome. Megan Bell, we thank you for... You're supporting of our podcast and sexuality and wine, Amy and I. And why not? And why not? Some of our favorites are the saint the Chenin Blanc. I think and we're the drinking mous- a Chenin Blanc right now. And the right Muscat Blanc. The Muscat Blanc. Mousquet. But, but we never know what she's going to release. And it's always something new on underrepresented varietals and underrepresented regions. What does that mean? You're going to get something special that you can't go buy. I like special. Belmo, okay? Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right, Destin, thank you so much once again for sharing oh all of your beautiful insight and information and go ahead, check out what Destin has to offer. Check out the free webinar February 9th and check us out every Tuesday. We will see you next Tuesday, y'all. Thank you for being part of the shameless sex revolution. Ciao for now. Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use
0: code shamelesssex at purepleasureshop.com.